Welcome to this episode of Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement, hosted by Lynn. I have lived as an estranged parent. I will always love my adult son and my adult daughter. And I thank them for getting me to this transformative place in my life. So join me now for my own Once Upon a Time, my story of estrangement. This is Lynn from Once Upon a Time, from Storybook to Estrangement. By way of career, I am a professor, author, and entrepreneur. By way of a lived experience, I identify as an estranged parent. Let me start by saying my lived experience as an estranged parent is, without a doubt, the single most difficult experience in my lifetime. My healing journey continues, and this podcast is one step in that journey. Good morning, everybody. We are here for another episode of Once Upon a Time from Storybook to Estrangement. And if you weren't here for the last segment, then I really suggest you go back and listen, because we have another segment with psychotherapist and educator, Mitch Davidowitz, who has just opened up our eyes in terms of grief and loss, parental estrangement, and of course, hope. And Mitch, for those who didn't hear you at the, in the last segment, would you mind reintroducing yourself? Absolutely. And thank you again, Lynn, for the invitation to contribute to shining a light on such a powerful topic. So I have been a psychotherapist for the past 41 years. I have traveled around the United States, written and presented my work on grief and loss to mental health and healthcare professionals, appearing on TV and radio to try to light a flame in a needed area. And in addition, I have been a student, teacher, practitioner of mindfulness meditation over the past almost 50 years. I believe there was might have been a couple of dinosaurs left at the time. <laughs> um, uh, but that is the sourcing of my work. I'm an educator, writer, psychotherapist, and mindfulness practitioner. Can you talk about why it's so important for us to deal and walk through our emotions and not run through our emotions and probably first and foremost to acknowledge our emotions? Well, you know, we certainly have grown up in a culture in which our tendency and learning and development has been about feeling good, about pursuing happiness by, you know, we have examples, whether it was Jacqueline Kennedy and her stoicism after mm. her husband was assassinated. We want to feel good and we risk, we resist and avoid feeling bad. We're afraid of the emotions uh, that are more difficult, like grief. And so we've, we've learned and developed the habit of trying to get away from them. We do it with drugs and alcohol. We do it with retail therapy. 
We do it by running away in a variety of ways. And so our challenge is to look and see how this really estranges us from ourselves, that in order to be a whole person, to live an authentic life, that we need simply to befriend our emotions, to be willing to stand in them, to know them, to hold space for them, to befriend them. And, you know, going back to grief for a moment, the grief itself is not the problem when we're mourning. It is our resistance to, our avoidance of it that creates the problem. And so the challenge is the willingness to be in all of the different shades of emotion and not to be afraid of them, to see them as clouds in the sky that are moving through our life and we need to be the sky that holds them and not to hide under the bed thinking that a tornado was coming. Wow, that was so so powerful. I use the emotion wheel in, in my coaching practice, and, and I specifically coach, or generally speaking, I, I coach um, estranged parents, parents who are estranged from their adult sons and daughters. And I often use the emotions wheel. And there are times when parents look at the emotion wheel, and sometimes they're so surprised about this array of emotions that we as humans have. And some of us didn't even realize there's all these different labels. And so not only do we know that there's an array, I don't know that we think that we are, it's okay for us to feel this array of emotions. So that's part of the human condition. That is really beautifully said and, and very important. The spectrum even within grief, you know, years ago, we were introduced by the pioneer, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, mm-hmm. who put forth this model of stages of grieving. And we misunderstood those as a recipe for these things we need to go through. And we got very rigid in seeing the emotions of loss as this very predictable line And grief is very messy. And sometimes we feel relief, other times anguish, other times guilt. It's really a hodgepodge of many different emotions, not just in our grief, but in our life. And so we don't need to be rigid in understanding the kaleidoscope of being human. Our our humanity is a composition of many different emotions, and we can name them simply as we recognize them. So I'm I'm going to segue into the different generations. I would be of the the parent, and and I've shared my, my story on my podcast of being an estranged parent. And I want to talk about the different generations. So in my generation, the baby boomers, we are used to the the values of family and family stick together. There may not always be harmony and peace, but you're there. 
and and maybe the emotional ties aren't as strong as, as what we wish for them to be. But certainly for many, I think in my generation, the physical ties are there. So is there a generational shift from the family obligation to a different focus when it comes to the millennials and the younger generations? Absolutely. In, in generations past, there was unconditional love, unconditional acceptance, unconditional obligation a sense of responsibility, no matter what. And in more recent decades, the pursuits of personal growth and exploration, understanding ourselves, as well as the rise in, the rise in safety of exploring and coming to psychotherapy and counseling has really created a shift in which our identity, our emotions, our personal growth has become more a priority than these past obligations and responsibilities. I would not suggest that it's an either or because clearly the fabric of the family, the fundamental fabric still have threads reflecting lifetimes of responsibility and obligation, but something else has shifted that allows people to look more closely at the impact that being in a family has on their well-being. And I think family estrangement, parental estrangement has grown and increased out of that. More with psychotherapist and educator Mitch Davidowitz on the next Heart to Heart. Once upon a time, from storybook to estrangement, are my own stories of my lived experience. This is not intended for counseling therapy, medical care, or crisis care. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Each estrangement journey begins with honesty, hope, and healing. Please join us again on the next episode of Once Upon a Time from Storybook to estrangement.